Business Radio X Studios in Richmond, Virginia, it's time for Richmond Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Richmond Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, Warcry Consulting Solutions, supporting women to lean into their purpose, craft, their vision, and crush their goals. Today on Richmond Business Radio, we have Antonio Klingscales with LifeWay Services. Welcome, Antonio. Welcome. Glad to be here. Well, I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about LifeWay Services. How are you serving folks? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. We are an outpatient mental health counseling company that services individuals, uh, youth, as well as adults in the Richmond area and beyond. Uh, we also provide in-person counseling as well as virtual. So we're able to service a wide range of individuals with a variety of needs in different locations. So what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in this line of work? Absolutely. It's really a tremendous story. It was birthed out of the pandemic, believe it or not, because the need was so great in this county already. The pandemic only increased the need and the demand for services in our county in the surrounding counties, and therefore, we rose to the challenge and to meet that need head on and to make sure that individuals were able to receive the help that they need. And so because of a pandemic, which is a bad or negative thing, depending on how you look at it, but it also birthed something that was so tremendous and such a blessing to so many people in our community. Now, when you started offering the services that you offer, when did you realize, hey, this is something that's really getting a lot of traction? A lot of folks are, this is resonating with a lot of folks. We should be doing more of this. Well, again, the need was already there. And many people where we are in Caroline County, our headquarters in Caroline County, which is just north of Richmond, right above the Kings Dominion area, is very rural. So we either have to travel to Richmond or Fredericksburg for services. And many people have transportation concerns and aren't able to receive the services. And therefore, again, out of the pandemic, it only magnified the problem that already existed. And therefore, we had to do something to not only try to bring relief, to individuals through a lot of community service projects that we also form through our company, through LifeWay Services, but to give people mental relief as well. Now, was it something that you just started offering these services and people were coming to you or were they coming to you saying, hey, we need some help. What can you do to help us? Like what came first, the offering of services or just the demand from the public? The demand was there, but when we opened our doors and we said that we're here and we're able, we wanted to help and give people some mental relief and to put some youth and students on the right path. People immediately gravitated towards us and accepted us into the community and welcomed the help and the resources that we were providing. And again, we are out in the community. 
we we are the community. I live in the community, have been here for almost 30 years. Our staff uh, live in the community and some of them have grew up in Caroline County and are willing to give back to their community. And so we wanted to do something that was unique and special again, birthed out of the pandemic, but wanted to make sure that we were taking care of our own. Can you share with the listeners some examples of how you work with somebody? Maybe somebody gets onto your radar. You see a person in need. What are some of the services you provide? What are some of the ways that you interact with them and maybe help them kind of redirect their life maybe to a better place? Absolutely. People can call our office or the best way is to go onto our website, which is www.lifewayservices.org. And from there, you can find out all the resources that and services that we provide. You can see our uh, clinicians and our counselors uh, that also that are listed there. And most importantly, individuals can schedule their own uh, free consultation right through our website at a time and date that is convenient for them. And we will make sure that we contact them during that particular time. We're able to work with them during their initial consultation, get them scheduled with a clinician, get them into our office as quickly as possible, because that's one of the benefits that we wanted to provide is to make sure that not only we be in the community, but we want to make sure that we were available for the community. Therefore, we had to make sure that we had sufficient staff. We had to make sure that uh, we were available to meet those needs. So when they call that we didn't have to place them on a waiting list, like many other services and uh, providers uh, in the surrounding area, if you call them, uh, you might get a two, three month waiting list before you're able to have that initial consultation. But we want to make sure that we met the needs and those demands of the community by being available. Are you finding that young people are open to this kind of help that maybe for older folks, there was some stigma or some feeling that they didn't need help. I can do this myself or I should be able to solve these challenges on my own. Whereas maybe younger people today are more open to asking for help and receiving help. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just ecstatic of the number of young people that come to us who are open, who are honest, who are receiving uh, the strategies that we're providing and the information that we provide, uh, they are soaking it up. They're absorbing it. And it's a beautiful sight to see. And I encourage uh, more young people to reach out, uh, not just to LifeWay Services, but to any provider, um, just to be able to talk things through. They want a listening ear. They want to be heard. And so many times in the community and the society that we live in today, um, they're not given that voice and they're not given an opportunity. And therefore, a lot of the behaviors, a lot of stressors, a lot of things that they're going through, the anxiety, the depression, um, trying to 
find out who they are in their place in this world is because of the lack of voice and opportunities that they have to speak and to be heard. And therefore, we want to make sure that we are providing them that space, that safe space so that they can be heard and we can begin to work through some of their issues and concerns. Is there any kind of clues maybe a parent could be on the lookout for that maybe something's amiss with their child? A lot of times you want to give your child space, but you also don't want to miss things that maybe in hindsight would have been obvious. Are there some clues that maybe your child needs some help and then maybe you can identify and then uh, introduce them to you and your team? Absolutely. One of the biggest uh, strategies that we uh, encourage parents is to get involved with their children. And I know that may sound real crazy, but the reality is with technology, a lot of parents just say, go to your room, you know, go watch TV, be on your phone, be on the computer, be on your tablet, be on a gaming system. And therefore they don't want to be bothered. And therefore they allow the electronic device or system to be their teacher, their guide in that safe space that they can go to. And so we encourage parents to get involved, just to have those conversations with their child. It's okay to ask them how their day was. It's okay if they say, fine, you know, and then just kind of want to be by themselves, but really engage their child and and know who their friends are, know who uh, they hang out with at school and get involved with their school system. Because a lot of times uh, that explains a lot of what's going on because they find trusting individuals and adults in the school system, and they may confide in those uh, counselors or teachers. And so when parents are involved, they can become connected and find out a lot more information from those sources than they would at home. But definitely parents have to be more involved and engaging with with their child to find out what's going on in their lives so that they can stay connected um, and build that trust so that their child can share those intimate uh, things with them, uh, those concerns and those thoughts that they might be having and be able to share them with their parent. And their parent really should be there for them. Now, how do you help the parent where, you know, they're trying to do these things. They're asking the questions, but the kid's like, hey, you know, I'm good. Everything's fine. And they just kind of brush them off and and don't really engage back. Is this a situation where the parent just kind of has to be relentless and and just kind of keep showing up day after day to let them know I'm going to be here no matter what? And absolutely, as parents, we're supposed to be doing that anyway. We're supposed to be that relentless force uh, saying that we are going to be there and providing that security, providing that safe space and uh, a place and that their child can be comfortable and trusting enough to share, again, that their intimate thoughts and things that might be going on on the inside of them. And with their body changing during certain times uh, in their development, we should be there anyway. And we should be that relentless force. Absolutely. But not pressing, but just reminding their child that they are there for them, not only to provide that shelter and food, uh, the basic needs that they need, but also to be that listening ear. So 
they parents really need to look out for patterns and they need to look out for uh, certain behaviors in their child. If they see something that is different, um, that they're doing something different, if they're normally outgoing and now they're quiet, that's a sign. If they're really quiet and to themselves in isolation, but now they're wanting to go out and they're dressing a certain way and looking a certain way. I mean, these signs are signals. They're, they can be red flags. And parents need to be aware of those changes in their child's behavior and not to be pressing, but they also, parents have the responsibility to care for their child. Therefore, if they're seeing some reckless behaviors, if they're seeing things that are the some of their decision making is not aligning with some of their core values and beliefs um, and the way that they want to raise their child, then certainly they should seek help um, in those situations so that it's they're not waiting until it's too late. Can you share a story maybe that um, is a success story that maybe you got a hold of a kid maybe that was in a in a in rough water and you were able to help them get to the other side and now they're leading a more healthy, productive life. You don't have no, to obviously I, don't name the kid's name, but just maybe tell the story. No, absolutely. And and we, we have a bunch and I'm excited about that. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do and to be in this mental health field is because of the successes. And um, one particular student who, a male student in middle school, was really having a hard time uh, fitting in. He was new to the area. Um, he was being picked on and bullied because he was new and uh, a little different, dressed different because he was from a different part of the country. And therefore, he kind of stood out a little bit. And in his outgoing personality, he just wanted to make friends, but it didn't... Uh, it wasn't received well and it was received differently by his peers. And so he really struggled uh, the first uh, year of school here being in Caroline County. Um, But his mom got involved. His mom called us and said, I need some help. I don't know what to do. Uh, We began working with that student and mentoring that student as well. Um, And really within three, three to four months, um, that student was a totally different kid. I mean, he really embraced the process and the strategies that we were uh, trying to implement. And we worked with mom as well uh, to for mom to implement some things at home and to put some different boundaries and structure at home uh, so that he could operate. She, begat, she became more involved uh, with him at school. And that gave him a lot of confidence and gave him really some security that he was looking for because he didn't feel safe at school. And therefore, to have those extra bodies and eyes there to reassure him that he was in a safe place and that he could really fit in. And then he began to gravitate towards some uh, different friends who really wanted to become his friend. And they really bonded. And that student is excelling. He was, when he came to us in our county, he was a average student, a C student. And now he's on the AB honor roll uh, every semester. And we're just super excited with this progress. But it was really the, the, the quickness and how quickly he gravitated from who he was 
to who he became in such a short period of time that we're super excited to really uh, spotlight him and showcase that our strategies and our efforts really do work when we are a village trying to take care of our kids. Yeah, and it, that is an amazing story to be able to turn a kid's life around so quickly. And, you know, if you weren't there to intervene, you know, it could have really had a different outcome. And now the path seems like it's going in the right direction. And not only do you impact that child, you impact their, that family, you impact the community. I mean, the impact is real. Absolutely. And it does trickle down um, in We are starting to see that in our community now as we become more involved and we're working with more students and families that we are really changing uh, individual dynamic, family dynamics, as well as we're trying to change our community. And uh, with our staff being here in the community, uh, that just fills our heart and makes us so proud. So what do you need more of? How can we help? Absolutely. Um, more clients. <laughs> um, we, we're, we're still a relatively new company. Uh, we're only a few years old, but uh, we're growing. And therefore, as the demand grows, we, wanna, we will grow um, proportionately with the demand. And we'll make sure that we have the staff and the capability to meet those needs. But we're out in the community. And uh, also during the pandemic, we provided meals to uh, 35, almost 40 families uh, every week. And we collected those foods and we delivered the foods to their houses because a lot of people were, uh, again, during the pandemic, during the shutdown, would not come out. And therefore, we delivered food boxes. And we continue to be in the community providing food uh, boxes to those who are in need. Um, We're showing up at different events. And what we need is just um, more individuals who know about who we are and what we do. And if they are willing to partner with us in this process of wholeness, then we are there for them. And if somebody wants to learn more, what's the website? What's the best way to get a hold of you or somebody on the team? Absolutely. Through our website, uh, again, is www.lifewayservices.org. And all of our information is there. And most importantly, uh, individuals can uh, choose their free consultation and book it right through our website. It will come to us and we will make sure that we contact those individuals at their designated time. Well, Antonio, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. No, I appreciate the opportunity and thank you for having me. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Richmond Business Radio. 